week of April 17th, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's a topic for this week? This week we're talking about buffalo milk. Buffalo milk? Yeah, and more specifically, uh, products made from buffalo milk, such as yogurt and mozzarella cheese. Huh. Have you ever heard of buffalo mozzarella? I can't say I have. Okay, well, that it's a commonly known type of mozzarella cheese, and it's specifically yummy because it's made from the milk of a water buffalo. Wow. So, but we're starting to see products in like Whole Foods and some other natural food markets that are made from the milk of water buffaloes. Hmm. And um, this particular, like for, for example, yogurt and uh, mozzarella cheese mm-hmm. uh, are two different products that uh, are typically sold in natural food stores. And the because of the higher quality nutrition mm. that is found in buffalo milk, and uh, one of the main features of buffalo milk is that it has less cholesterol than mm-hmm. uh, regular cow milk, mm-hmm. and it is completely of the type of uh, beta casein protein called A2. Now, I believe we had a podcast about A2 milk about a million years ago. Yeah, I think back in 2018, we did a podcast on uh, A2 versus A1 uh, milk from dairy cows. Right. Um, So we'll just sort of revisit that topic right now because... It's a it's an important one, and mm-hmm. um, it may be the reason why people are you know preferring buffalo milk products as opposed to cow milk products. Hmm. Um, so, what it kind of comes down to is the protein composition that is in cow milk, sheep milk, goat milk, and of course buffalo milk. Mm-hmm. So, orig- uh, originally, all of the cows that were producing milk contained what is known as A2 milk, Mm -hmm. which the A2 is basically sort of an acronym for a longer word that is referring to the the protein beta casein that is found in milk. And this particular protein is different than what is known as A1 milk, which is the kind of milk that is the most common now, in, especially in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So if we, I used this analogy in my previous podcast about A1 versus A2 milk, and I'll use it again now. So a protein molecule is basically one that, uh, it, it, when it's formed, it is, looks like a strand of beads, Mm-hmm. So imagine you had a, a string of beads, mm-hmm. and let's say each bead had a different color that would be representative of each amino acid that makes up that strand of beads. Okay. Okay. So on a strand of beta casein protein, there are a total of 209 
um, amino acids on the the strand. Mm -hmm. And at position number 67 of those 209, Mm The A, everything is the same between A1 and A2 milk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except for the position number 67. Hmm. It's a different amino acid at that position hmm. in A2 milk versus A1 milk. And any other changes, just that one change? That's just that one. And apparently that one change makes all the difference. Hmm. We call A2 milk the original milk because, like I just said, it's the type of milk that uh, most cows produced, but then over time, as uh, interbreeding occurred, and um, there was a mutation, and it created that mutation where the sixty seventh position on that protein strand changed to a different amino acid. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, what happened is now people are allergic to dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a dairy allergy, what you're typically allergic to is the A1 protein hmm. in the dairy milk. Hmm. And interestingly enough, um, the original A2 milk, and, and even still today, uh, comes mainly from uh, specific types of cows. So we call them uh, Guernsey mm-hmm. cows, Jersey cows, um, and there's a few others. But those are the two main ones. Um, and those are those cow breeds originate in the Channel Islands and also southern France. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other cows, uh, the other cow breeds that have the A1 um, originate from northern Europe. So we typically see these types of cows as the, uh, the A Shire cows, the Holstein, um, British Shorthorn, and a few others. So... Some cows will have all A1 as their beta casein protein. Some will have all A2, and then some have the combination of A1 and A2. Hmm. Now, when it comes to buffalo, sheep, and goat milk, they all contain only A2. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons why those milks have become uh, preferred alternatives to cow milk for people who have the allergy. Oh. Um, and like I said, specifically, the allergy is to that A1 protein. Well, I think if I remember right, we visited a farm of A2 uh, cows, basically. We did, yes. That we visited cool. a, a farm. It was actually in uh, East Texas. Mm-hmm. And they were, basically, it was a raw milk farm. They, were, they had a little store where they sold their milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of their cows were A2. So just a question, why can't we just beef up that part of our industry instead of bringing in a whole new animal and all sorts of complexities with that. I mean, I'm just asking. Well, there are, you know, there are some dairy farms now that are doing that. It, it takes um, like a generation or two to, to um, what we would call purify the breed. Like, you know, they're basically they, the, the A2 cows are kind of expensive Mm-hmm. So they have to get them, and then they have to be able to breed them to produce the offspring that are purely A2 as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while to build a, a dairy farm of all A2. Right. Yeah. But but that is happening. It, and um, some of the popular places for that in, uh, in the world are like New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to see New Zealand, Australia, very big on A2 uh, dairy. Mm-hmm. And then here in the U.S., we're starting to see it as well. Okay, so yeah, it's so, another alternative to get to A2 right, milk. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, but the difference with you know getting back to the buffalo mm-hmm. milk, yes. um, there are like you can go into a health food store now and look for uh, yogurt made from buffalo milk, mm-hmm. or like I said, mozzarella cheese, which is made from buffalo milk. Um, the the company that I looked on their website, it's called Annabella.com, mm-hmm. and they uh, they get it from Colombia. That's mm-hmm. where they're raising the buffalo. Mm-hmm. And the buffalo are free-range, they're grass-fed, and apparently they don't need to eat as much either as, mm-hmm. as a cow does. So mm-hmm. the kind of like the the footprint on the planet is lower with with raising buffalo. Okay. Um, the the other thing is is that um, the buffalo milk composition in terms of its nutrients, um, it's actually uh, higher in protein than mm. cow goat or sheep milk. Uh, I'm sorry, sheep milk is a little higher than buffalo milk, but it's buffalo milk is definitely higher than uh, goat and cow milk. Um, its fat content is higher as well. And so it, this milk is very creamy. Mm-hmm. So any product that you would make from it, like a, a yogurt or a cheese, is going to be very nice and creamy as well. So mm-hmm. it's go- it lends well to those types of products. Mm-hmm. The, um, the lactose content um, in uh, buffalo milk is around the same mm-hmm. as what it is in, in cow, goat, and sheep milk. Um, but the cholesterol is like half of what it is in those other milks, which is really interesting. So isn't the lactose what some people are allergic to? So, well, so lactose is not an allergy. It's an intolerance. Okay. So intolerance is different from an allergy. Intolerance means you can't, uh, you don't have the digestive enzyme to break it apart. Okay. So you don't, you won't be able to break it down to get any uh, glucose or energy from that lactose and and since you can't break it apart it kind of feels crampy and bloaty as it's kind of going through you right so but it doesn't create any kind of um immune system response okay whereas the allergy to the milk which is going to be to the protein part of the milk Mm. the uh lactose is the carbohydrate part oh i see um the beta casein is the protein part oh, of the milk. Okay. So and and by the way, proteins are what cause allergies, like food allergies. Oh. The food a food an allergy to a food, any food, is is a basically an allergy to one or more of the proteins that are in that food. Hmm. Meaning you just your body doesn't uh, have the ability to digest it properly. And so it creates an inflammatory response. Your immune system sees it as foreign. Mm-hmm. And that's typically why people have the allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the so the lactose is a different, you know, that's just a inability to digest and break it apart down into its uh, individual sugars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so uh, cow milk is also um, higher in calcium, fifty eight percent more calcium than cow milk. Forty uh, percent more protein and forty-three percent less cholesterol, oh, as minute, I mentioned. Wait a minute. You, you said cow milk has more. More. I'm sorry, buffalo milk. Okay, just want to make sure has fifty-eight yeah. percent more calcium, forty percent more protein, and forty-three percent less cholesterol than cow milk has. Okay. Yeah, and then um, buffalo milk also is a rich source of iron, phosphorus, and vitamin A, and it contains these natural antioxidants called tocopherols, which are a, a form of uh, vitamin E. 
Hmm. So that's another um, benefit hmm. to buffalo milk over cow's milk. So, uh, well, so I can see why it's becoming kind of popular now. It's just another alternative that's out there for right. people who maybe still want to consume milk. You know, I know a lot of people who they they find out they're allergic to cow's milk, and then so then they they'll try like almond milk or they'll try right. coconut milk, but. You know, a lot of times they say, but it's just not the same. Like, mm -hmm. I, I really wish there was some other alternative that mm -hmm. I could have that mm -hmm. would be more like cow milk. And so this may be one of the alternatives. Have you ever had a client that said that to you? You gave them A2 and they responded Well, I've had clients, I've had plenty of clients who have told me they don't like the plant milks, mm -hmm. but they but they're allergic to the cow milk. So, so we, you know, one op alternative that I've always recommended is we'll try strictly A2 yes. milk. If you really don't want to give up milk, you know, right. Um, then so they can try the, that. A, try the A2 typically for the most part, most people have are, are okay with A2 milk. Um, but you know, there are other proteins in milk, not, not just the beta casein. There's other caseins in there. There's the alpha casein and the gamma casein. And some people might be allergic to those as well. So oh. so sometimes it's it's not a, a you know an option to go to just A2. I see. For some people it is, but not everyone. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the buffalo milk may be an alternative to that. I know? see. Just like goat or sheep milk. Like I remember I had one one client. This was very early on in my career uh, working with clients. And a woman told me that she couldn't drink milk or, or eat any dairy product because she would sweat smelling like sour milk. Mm. <laughs> um, and I said, well, my goodness, have you ever tried just not consuming it then? You know, <laughs> and, and interestingly enough, that had never crossed her mind. Like <laughs> she didn't, you know, I mean... You know, that sometimes that's just the way people think, like they, they don't know that there's options, right? Um, so I, I suggested, well, why don't you switch to goat milk? Because at that time, you know, this was 20 years ago or something. At that time that there wasn't, you know, a lot of non-dairy milks available yeah. and um, goat milk we know is a A2 mm. only and it's also uh, more digestible by humans. Mm. So I said, would, would you switch to like a goat milk yogurt instead of eating the cow milk yogurt? Because, mm -hmm. you know, not just drinking goat milk, but, you know, yogurt and mm -hmm. maybe goat cheese. And that seemed to take care of the her sour milk sweat problem. You know, she was amazed. She could not believe how much better she felt mm. um, just by making that one switch. Wow. So, Very nice. Yeah. Now, to me, it was a no brainer. But, you know, for her, it was... A world of difference. So yeah. I, I, and I, I love that. I, I love helping people understand that there are alternatives and that, you know, a lot of times, you know, not everyone's body can handle the same foods. Right. So that's why we always have to take into account a person's bio-individuality. Right. Right. Yeah. Anything more about uh, buffalo milk, D? Yeah, well, so um, where so buffalo milk itself is not very easy to find. I would guess, but the products like the yogurt and the cheese um, are, can be found in health food stores. And if and I have no affiliation with Annabella mm -hmm. products, mm -hmm. but Annabella.com, that's A N N A B E L L A.com, mm -hmm. 
is the buffalo yogurt and the buffalo mozzarella uh and they have information on their website where you can either buy f- online from them mm-hmm. or you can there's a store locator on their website as well so you could see whether there's any of their products available in stores near you okay well yeah. we'll have a link to that yeah we'll put a link to that great anything more before we go d no that's it all right d thank you for another informative week diet science is the official podcast for process free america we're a non-profit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old you can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org this is d mccaffrey and until next time go forth and be healthy <laughs>